welcome to the Parents Plus Podcast, bonus episode two. So today our conversation is going to be about the big guy in the red suit. So uh, this is Roland, and uh, hanging out with me is Miss Mandy. But just to give you a heads up, if you have any children in the car, or if you're listening to this out loud, make sure to pause it, put in your earbuds as we dig into this episode. So Mandy... How are you doing today? I am doing good, Roland, and this is going to be fun. Yes, so so in case you don't know, who is the guy in the red suit? We're talking about Santa Claus. Yes. So just a little back history. Uh, I dug in here, and just in a nutshell, the character of Santa Claus originated from a third-century monk called St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas lived in modern-day Turkey and became known for his kindness and generosity. It's said that St. Nick gave away all of his inheritance to the poor and needy and devoted his time to serving those less fortunate. He died in the month of December, so the traditions continued throughout the years and had variations in different countries calling him Father Christmas, Christ kind or Christ kind, Chris Kringle, Center Claus, and eventually Santa Claus. So yeah, so it's good to know about that. But we're, what we're talking about today is, well, if we're all parents and we all are listening to this podcast, it's kind of like we're trying to figure out how far do we go when it comes to talking about Santa Claus? How far, how much do we need to respect others? Right. Because everybody's got different traditions Very and stuff important. like that. And one of the things that's been new, as we, as I've learned over the last few years talking to younger parents, has been some people are not even introducing Santa Claus. And so the kids, when they get into elementary school or preschool age and they're in, you know, kind of go through a preschool program or whatever, they're like, the kids come home and they're like, hey, people are talking about this guy. Right. Who is it? Right. Because y'all haven't told me about him at all. Right. And we respect everybody's decision on how they're going to do it. So we're kind of just going off of our some of our personal experiences and my right. kids that are older, you growing up, me growing up, and then also at the same time respecting whatever your traditions are. Yeah. So, yeah. And we're going to have a little bit of Jesus in there, too, yeah. I hope. Yeah, we're going to have a little bit of okay. Jesus, too. all right. So so here's the, the cool thing, or here's the thing to, to kind of wrap your head around. Okay, so everybody has this wide spectrum of how they talk about Santa and present Santa and stuff like that. And what's been fascinating for me is as I have an elementary school-age student and two middle schoolers, and I work with students and even college students, and now I've been around so long doing student ministry that now – my former students are now having kids and trying to figure this stuff out. And so it's really fun, but also at the same time too, it's kind of hard because some people will say, hey, Santa Claus is a guy. He brings us gifts on Christmas morning, whatever your tradition may be. And then some people elevate him to the point of a superhero. Right. And I've had kids, whether they're like fifth, sixth grade, they're like, hey, so is Santa Claus like Jesus? And it's like, hmm. no, he was a guy. But then I have to remember as I'm going to answer it, hey, just hey, just give me a little bit about your background, stuff like that. But as a parent, as you're listening to this, yes, we want to respect everybody's traditions, but we also have to also discuss that at some point, how we talk about Santa is one thing. And then at the end, at some point when your kids get to a certain age, they're all going to find out 
certain truths. No. Yes. <laughs> and so what's fascinating about this one is I, so we're recording this on a Monday. I just had this conversation with our two middle schoolers last night because wow. one of them was like, tell me the truth. We're at school and the kids are like, he's not real. And my wife is like, oh my gosh, this is really happening today. And I was like, what do you want to know? And so my, my son is like, I want to know the truth. And I'm like, can you handle the truth? Aww. And he was like, yeah, I can handle the truth. And I'm like, okay, what have you heard so far? Well, I heard that it's our parents staying up late and putting gifts out. And if you put milk and cookies, your dad or your mom is the one that eats it and drinks it. And then I've also heard that some people, if they don't have chimneys, they, their parents make up this story about how Santa got into their house. <laughs> well, we have a fireplace that doesn't that we don't open. We right. don't even use our fireplace. It's just there. And so they're like, but we've never seen feet across the floor but my friend had feet go across the floor and so we went through this whole thing and then my older child who's a seventh grader walked downstairs and was like what are y'all talking about we're like oh we're talking about i'm talking about santa claus and she was like oh well i have questions too but the thing was is i'm like do you want to know the truth because i am open and willing with mom here and by the way our elementary school student is upstairs right so she's nowhere within earshot of hearing anything And she's like, I don't know if I really want to know or not. And I'm like, well, we're not having this conversation unless I know for sure you're ready to hear about some stuff. And so what was funny about it is they just ask questions. And I'm warning you now, as you go through this conversation, they know when you're lying and they know when you're not. So my thing was, is I'm like, I'm going to be completely transparent. And they asked me, is it you? And I'm like, it's not just me. And they're like, whoa, wait a minute. And then I'm like, it's me and your mom. (laughs) And they're like, how does it work? How did you pull this off? I remember they were like, I remember one year you gave us this gift or that Santa gave us a gift and y'all were so exhausted. And I went and found the photo because I had it on my phone. I had built a dollhouse for my daughter And I was in the garage, and it was really cold that Christmas. And it's 3 o'clock in the morning, and I'm still Mm -hmm. physically putting, because it came with screws. It wasn't just clipped together. It was like a wooden dollhouse. Put this thing together in the garage in one night after they went to bed, and then they all woke up at 4.30 in the morning. How dare them. And they were like, y'all were so (laughs) exhausted. And it was like, well, they're like, now that makes sense. Yeah. But then the funniest part was one of our children for years had been like, you never get us cool gifts. Santa always gives us the cool gifts. So then last night, they also kind of ended with like, we're thankful, and then we're also sorry for saying that you were cheap (laughs) for so many years. And I'm like, totally fine with that. Well, something we did, uh, and I didn't even realize this till we were talking the other day, of course, our kids are grown adults, but uh, they would actually ask me, or my husband, you know, is Santa real? And I would just always turn it back and say, I don't know. What do you think? Do you yep. think Santa's real? So, sorry, kids, adult kids. I I never had the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Their dad never had the conversation with them. But something that we did was uh, we didn't do a real big deal Santa thing. Mm-hmm. Our stockings were from Santa, and there was maybe one or two gifts that were unwrapped. The rest were from, you know, 
dad and I or grandpa, grandma, you know, those types of gifts. So I guess that was one good thing we did there. Yeah, because in, ultimately in the end of the day, everybody has family traditions. Yes. And what was funny is when we ended our conversation last night, I, my thing was is I'm like, okay, we have a saying, if you don't believe, you don't, you don't receive. receive. And they're like, okay, but we know it's you. So now, so now they were like, so now when we fill out the Santa letter thing, we're totally going to ask what we really want. <laughs> and I was like, what did you do before? They were like, well, we didn't want Santa Claus to like spend all his money and his time or whatever. I'm like, what? Like, because we also had told them for years, like no electronics because Santa doesn't build electronics. That's how we got out of like having to buy like Playstations and crazy stuff like that because they're expensive. But anyways, but what's funny about it is then I was like, hey, so here's the deal. What if y'all started helping us? And they're like, wait, what do you mean? I'm like, well, we still have one in our f household that still believes you're not going to ruin it for her. You're not going to ruin it for other friends or family members because we have a lot of younger children around us and everybody's families have different stuff, especially here at church, of just how they present or discuss Santa Claus. And so we're like, okay, let's do this. What if you helped us with it? And it was really cool because they were like, wait a minute, so we can help you. So we're kind of like helper, like Santa helpers, but because you were Santa Claus. And I'm like, okay, fine, if that's how you want to look at it. And they're like, and so they got so excited because they're like, wait a minute, now we get to be in the inner workings. And what's funny about it is then they're like, so when we have kids, we will kind of know what to do. I never even thought about that. I'm letting you know now, like it would never cross my mind. But the fact that they were like, man, now we know, when then we'll know what to do when we have kids. And I'm like, in my head, like, so you're going to lie to your kids. And, you know, in a joking <laughs> way in my head, I'm just like, okay, so you're going to learn how to lie to your kids like the way we did. But, but it's one of those things where it's so, and that's what we talked about last night, is it's so ingrained in our American culture yeah. of celebrating Christmas, Santa Claus and gifts and everything else. And I'm like, the whole purpose of St. Nicholas was to give, exactly. not to receive. And so exactly. the fact that our kids walked away at the end of it, yes, there were some tears that were shed because they asked us about the tooth fairy, they really didn't care about the Easter bunny, but the tooth fairy was a big deal mm -hmm. because some people felt like they were shortchanged and <laughs> stuff like that. No. But it was because it was, you know, different. But when we lead into, as we go into the Christmas holiday season, our biggest thing is really getting back to what is the main thing, Yeah. right? And so for us, it's how do we keep Jesus at the center of our Christmas season? Because ultimately the reason why we celebrate Christmas as Christians is because we're celebrating the birth of Christ. So, so that's the thing that we've done in our family that's helped balance this mm -hmm. thing out is when we get to Christmas Eve, we all read to, to, together. Even when we get together with my wife's family, we read the story of Christ uh, in his birth together and we, hey, happy birthday, Jesus kind of thing. And there's a cake and we have a really good time because we're like, this is the reason why we celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. The gifts are one thing. Giving gifts is fun. Looking back at old photos as our kids were growing up. That's what we did a little bit with them last night. And it's just reflecting on those things, but it's like the reason for the season is Christ. Right. And it's so hard. Um, we do have to be super intentional as parents to keep Jesus the reason for the season. Yeah. Uh, with our consumer mentality uh, that goes on here at Christmas, I mean, you know, before Halloween, we're seeing Christmas stuff up in the stores. So it's hard to protect uh, the children, but we can be super intentional about always drawing them back to Christ. And it helps me too, as, as an adult, to go back to the mm -hmm. main reason. So I think if you can develop 
whatever type of traditions uh, centered around family, around friends. Our, our family would always, on Christmas Eve, our tradition was to serve at one of the services in the afternoon on Christmas Eve as a family. We would then go to my grandmother and grandfather's house where we would uh, be with that side of the family. And then even with our kids at a young age, they were coming to the church we now attend here at Gateway, but we would go to the 11 o'clock service together even when they were young. And that has continued and I can see for them, you know, the tradition has changed because my grandmother isn't around anymore and grandpa, they've passed on, but we have begun to talk about us We've done some different traditions, and just this leading up to this Chris, Christmas season, I've been talking to my two kids and talking about what we can do this year. Mm-hmm. But it stays constant of serving us, gathering together as a family, uh, and then going to the 11 o'clock service together. Um, other ideas that we can do as parents is we have Advent blocks Uh, There's Advent calendars, and that's a great way of starting on December 1st, ending on December 20th. There's a lot of different ones out there uh, that can really focus in on leading up to Christ's birth. Some of them, I mean, going from creation all the way until our our Savior's birth. Um, Just keeping your kids attending church on Sundays. Find your local church and you know, pull into that that different support system there where they are learning more about Christ during that time because that's what we focus on in our curriculum mm-hmm. here right around, you know, from Thanksgiving until Christmas. And you talked about reading together, uh, Luke 2, 1 through 16, or the Christmas story. There's a lot of great books out there that y'all can create that um, different um, to read that together. And then something we've always done is had na- several nativity scenes there in our home and even maybe have a play one for your younger kids mm-hmm. and toddlers that they're not going to break, that they can pretend play with Mary and Joseph and, you know, baby Jesus or even make their own. So there's just a lot of really great traditions that you can keep the focus on Christ. So, yeah, the little people have a great nativity scene that's lasted since our kids, I think, right when they were born. And so now they have a designated box that it goes in. Every once in a while, they'll lose pieces, and we had to replace Mary at one point. But, <laughs> <laughs> but and most of it stays together, and they know that's the thing that they set up. Um, our family, we're doing the Advent blocks. So, what's fun about the Advent blocks? Um, ours, we got through Gateway because, you know, we attend Gateway. But it's been reading, like every day is a reading, mm-hmm. and then it's you're moving the star over. But as you go from day one, December 1st, December 2nd, December 3rd, then you turn the blocks, and they get to see the picture that it goes with, and then there's a letter. So as they're turning the letters, it's going to you know, come up and add up to something. You right. Know? You know, another thing that I was just going to say real quick is that the Christmas season just creates great opportunities for you to spend time with family and friends, to Mm -hmm. be intentional. You know, you can get your kids, even think about your neighbors. Um, There may be some that don't have family nearby, but 
just baking them cookies or just doing something kind for them, maybe even taking, have your kids sign a, a Christmas card and take yeah. that over there with the cookies. And of course, watching great classic movies together, Christmas yeah. movies, is just a great time to, you know, have camaraderie. And um, so all the parties and the gift exchanges and the stockings and the Santa, um, you know, when you don't think, you can turn those into very positive things, uh, just keeping the focus back in on Christ and all that you do. Yeah, because then they start looking forward to those traditions. So so like I've known a few people and we're one of those families where is so we do not watch any Christmas movies until Friday after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And so we're like <laughs> once, because there's a local radio station, KSBJ, right? So they start playing Christmas music. We're like, let's start off with a movie. Yeah. We all vote as a family. And so, you know, this year we watched the movie. But then as they've gotten older, we're now able to introduce other movies that are not just PG uh, movies. And what's been funny about it is they're like, oh, I remember watching this PG movie or this G-rated Christmas movie, and I didn't get these jokes. And so as the kids are getting older, now they're like, that's the reason why you would laugh at this joke because now I get it. And so what's been fun about it has been not only the experience of doing stuff together, but we've also had times where we've had other people join us to watch those movies, hang out for those family Mm -hmm. activities or family traditions and some of those things. Yeah. Oh, just you saying KSBJ, that let me think about another one. When we would go on Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. because they started on like Thanksgiving at some point, I don't know when it happens. It might be in the evening. But every time we'd be coming back from my parents' house, that's a big deal for my two kids to turn on KSBJ and the Christmas music is blaring and we're singing that on the way home. So yeah. fun stuff. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Uh, so so here's some ideas about giving uh, giving during the Christmas season because it's better to give than to receive. Mm-hmm. And and so find something, uh, find something or someone uh, that your family can give towards. So whether it's an outreach organization, whether it's, hey, you notice that there's a family. Like uh, this is a big one, especially with us living in the Houston area, has been so many families move to this area because of work and they don't have any other family yeah. around. So even if it's you're not, you might not be inviting them over on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, but it's like, hey, you don't have any family in. Would you like to do a, a friend's, you know, kind of like a, a, well, we do a friend's giving in our life group, but then even uh, you have times where you can do like, hey, let's do a Christmas dinner or a meal or whatever it may be. Um, some people I know have gotten together and they're like, hey, you know, college football's on on Christmas, so we're going to do our thing in the morning, but hey, in the evening, would you like to join us and watch a football game? Yeah. I've known some families that have done that, which has been really cool. Uh, Christmas at Gateway, you're more than welcome to join us at Gateway Community Church. We're in Webster, Texas. Uh, we have a 3 p.m. and a 5 p.m. service, and then the 11 o'clock uh, communion service. We serve different organizations like Hope Village. Our students in mm-hmm. student ministry are going to go over to Hope Village. Our PATH kids, our preteen kids are going to go to Hope Village this next coming week. Right. Uh, partnering with schools. Starfish mm-hmm. Kenya is an outreach organization. We also have Kids Harbor. Yeah. And then there's gifts that you can give to um, to different kids, and you could even do stuff with the wise men. Yeah, I've heard of some people, what they've done is that they've chosen, let the kids pick three, three gifts or put in three gifts of what they want to receive. And then that is tied back to the three wise men who went and took the gifts to 
Jesus. So yeah. that's a cool way to do that. Also, uh, Jen Janae, who's on staff here with us, she told me the coolest thing of what they do now. Now, their kids are elementary and above now as far as their grandkids. Mm -hmm. Their kids are all adults, and, of course, several of them have children. But what they have gotten to, instead of them, the kids making their wish lists of right. what they want for gifts, what the adults do is they make up a little coupon and they provide an experience for mm -hmm. the kids. And what, like an example, what she uh, told me is one of her grandkids, her grandson, he loves basketball. And so his aunt and uncle, who are a couple, went together and picked a date and they put it on their calendar that day before, you know, on Christmas. Once they gave them the coupon, they set a calendar date. But what they ended up doing with him is taking him and they went and just spent time shooting hoops in the park and then took him out to lunch. But I'm like, what a great idea to provide yeah. that experience for them because, you know, that's what we remember right. is the time spent with other people. And so... Yeah, because you're, you're building yeah. memories in that. And I mm -hmm. think that as we're kind of getting to the end of our episode today, it's, yeah, we're talking about like with Santa Claus and stuff like that, but it's but as we're talking about these other things, it's like these memories that we have with people that we actually interact with. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that I was thinking about with my kids is they were like, you went through all this work to do all this stuff to tell us about, you know, to keep basically to keep the Santa Claus idea alive. Yeah. But ultimately what they got out of the end of the conversation was you were willing to sacrifice for us, but then also too, it was the time that we spent with them. So if you've got younger kids and you're just trying to figure out, okay, how do we handle the Santa Claus thing? It's like, if you make him a big deal, it's going to be a big deal whenever they find out and it's going to be a mess. But for a lot of people, if, if it's like kind of, if St. Nick is the idea, like for us, it was talking about the idea of the history of who St. Nicholas was and why people give and the purpose of giving. Then when we had the conversation last night, it wasn't like, like we popped a ton of balloons and like mm -hmm. their world is falling apart mm -hmm. and everything's a lie versus they were like, oh my gosh, this now makes sense. And instead of being mad at us, because there was a moment where I was like, okay, how are they going to take this? But they were more of, oh, that's the reason why we, so he went back to, this is why you were giving. This is why we do the things that we do. This is why we operate this way as a family. And I'm grateful for that because I, I'm going to be honest with you. I deliberately did not think about this until our <laughs> kids got to a certain point. And I told my wife, like, they're going to find out how are we going to handle this? And and so as you're preparing and you're working on a lot of this stuff as parents, it's it's what is the main thing you want to get out of your holiday season? What is the main thing that you want your kids when it comes, we talked about a, a, a few podcasts back in our regular podcast about legacy. What is the legacy you want to leave behind when it comes to this moment in the holiday season? And and I think like what you're talking about, like with Jen and what you guys have done and stuff like that and in other families, because as I've talked to people and their kids have gotten older some people have had great conversations of like, yeah, when our kids found out it wasn't really that mm -hmm. big of a deal. But for yeah. some of them, because the the Santa, the idea and the concept of Santa had been built up so high right. that it was like they got the, the, the rug swept out from underneath them. But 
it's one of those things where we all kind of learn as we're going, mm-hmm. um, as we go along with it. But then I think it's really shifting gears to the, what are the priorities? What's yeah. the main thing? And let's yeah. keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah. Jesus is the reason for the season. There you go. All right. Well, as we close out this episode, we just, again, just, we thank you guys so much for listening in to our Parents Plus podcast. If you've missed any of them, they're found at gateway.cc backslash parents plus and again we also have places and opportunities on our gateway website if you need a place to give uh, during this christmas season we know there's a lot out there but if you don't have anything it's at gateway.cc backslash give so we wish you a merry christmas and you guys again thanks for joining us